0: every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication
1: to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own influence. This is a special
2: question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. Why oh, did I smoke a natural herb? Some call it marijuana. Some call it media, Some call it lamb's bread. And some people some call it... Call call it,
3: call it, it John. John. All right, and we are live on the I'm Done Show. We are extra live. Of course, I couldn't hear any of
4: that on this side. So this is a, a, a very delayed dab. We'll be going down in a second, so... Welcome to this uh, special show here in Miami. Oh, shit. This shit popped off quick. One sec. When I take a hit off my switch, which is uh, learning how to use better now.
3: Right on. So, uh, yeah, today I'm running the show from my house in uh, Denver here, and uh, we got Adam down in Miami, and we are going to be talking with Ed Rosenthal and uh, Greg Zeman today. Yes, we are.
4: <clears throat> sorry guys mm. the tickle of the uh, electric dabbers you know, they only got that tickle going on with them so yeah I'm down here at the uh, US Cannabis Conference and Expo thank god it's in front of me so I otherwise would never have remembered that uh, here in Miami it's uh, right downtown and uh, we did a class today with Cloverleaf oh shit We're good. Just,
3: we just I, started uh, streaming sorry there was a yeah, and we just started. Yeah, we just started streaming. Really? We, we missed the intro and everything, so yeah, we're just zapping yeah. right into this we're thing in here.
4: And just, we just I, oh, well, there you go. I was yeah, amazed. Yeah, what's and going I hope on with on. that?
3: <laughs> there, there we, we go. go. Okay, sorry.
4: Holy shit! So now we just started being flurgly at that point. All right. Well, I'm going to repack my uh, rig then and okay. redo my own personal intro.
1: Okay, but cool. At the same
4: time. I lovely. can play the
3: intro song and everything. We just, yeah. Uh, no, it's
4: no. okay. You guys already
3: heard it once. Oh, you haven't heard? No one's heard No, it no yet, one's heard right, it. So. We just popped on, so do you want to just go for the intro real quick?
2: Hell yeah. Wouldn't Hell yeah. Intro.
3: All right. Well, here we go. Here's it's the intro. being the
0: played oh. on every radio station in the United States <laughs> is a communication.
5: Check oh, out. This system. is a special
2: question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herbs. Some call it marijuana, some call it sensor some call it lamb's bread, and some people call it.
3: All right, and we're back. Adam Show. Oh, Welcome, guys. Back again
4: for the third time,
3: I guess. <laughs> yeah, We flargled, lives, flargled the intro there a little bit, but we're back, and you're like perma stuck doing a huge dab on the screen.
4: I know and I almost because I was so completely uh typical stoner I was looking at it like holy shit is my camera on I was like (laughs) I'll do a dab while I'm watching this picture and I was a little bit nervous I was like how are you getting this picture but then I realized it that's hilarious I'm wearing because of course I'm wearing exactly the same shit pretty much and doing the same thing and didn't know the artwork behind me so yeah 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 um so yeah so I haven't told anybody where I am yet,
3: right? This is a, this is a It's all a secret, right? Sort where of. Where have I? I? I think I've may okay. have said something. <laughs> okay, well, I'm down here in
4: Miami at there the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo uh, here at the Hyatt Regency. down. It's it's uh, going to be an interesting show. We were here last year, so yeah. That uh, was moved around. It was in uh, Fort Lauderdale last year. Now here in downtown. So of course, you know things. Uh, this,
3: look at this. The kid is trying to call me. What do you think he is? Should I?
4: <laughs> should I add him to? I mean, it'd be nice but good.
3: Yeah, I don't know if you. Oh, I think I you'd should. have to call him to add him to it. But uh, mm-hmm, tell mm-hmm. him to tell him to call in. um uh, no. Tell him to call into the show.
4: Yeah, exactly.
3: Call the show. Whatever right. he, he can discuss with you, he can t- discuss with all of us, man.
4: Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, we're down here at the show, I just taught for Cloverleaf, which was cool. We did the uh, the you don't want to open a grow business show, basically, which is pretty much how we we just tell everybody how horrible everything is, scare the <laughs> fuck out of them, and they all go like, "Oh no." maybe this isn't for me. Yeah. So I told the kid to call in, so we'll see if he can do it. Yeah, this dab is just going going on, isn't it? looks like it's never going to end.
3: Yeah, never-ending dab, man. It's really good. <laughs> it's
4: pretty good. Um, so uh, if we're uh, going to talk with those guys pretty much straight out of the gate, let's whack through some of the sponsors. Okay. And... uh Get that out of the way so we can... Yeah, let's see how long it takes for people to figure out that that is actually not live frozen footage. Uh, yeah, right it's,
3: yeah <laughs> everyone thinks the left camera is frozen. <laughs> That's good. It's perfectly frozen. just happens to be frozen at my house. Okay. So Yeah, uh, um, New so Millennium. Yeah, right,
4: right out of the gate, our, our buddy, our buddies from New Millennium, of course, uh, getting some great results. I'm seeing people uh, pulling down some incredible yields. And also, just top-notch product from this this line, and uh, great for people who are working in scale who want to also have that kind of craft uh, edge to their product. And also, they have a couple of standalones that you can work with, and if you want to add it to your own program, so that you uh, have uh, you know a some other thing that you're already doing, you can bring in slowly just a couple products, and then sort of see the difference. Uh, the products I would suggest you try right out of the gate is like Decision and the uh Ruby Fulvic uh, and also their their that carbo right there, that Naria carbonaria. Um so you can you can uh definitely uh pick up their products anywhere here in the States, uh if, if, if you ask, obviously. Not every single shop carries them, but if they don't carry it, you know, make a suggestion, help them out, get them, get them to the point where they actually uh have some real products and not just the straight-up other lines that are out there because shit's fire. So have calculator there on board also, so you can check that out, and uh, that'll get you uh, a sort of idea of what you're going to do if you're running a larger system, especially because those are kind of the ones where people want to know how much it's going to cost. and It is definitely cost-effective, which is uh, part of the deal when you're trying to sell it to your boss, right? So go to newmillenniumnutrients.com and you can pick that stuff up there. Also, everybody's favorite edibles, Incredibles, Incredibles, oh yeah, you yeah. know everybody loves Incredibles, there's no, come on, every state. think you are jumping into right now, I know you do, I know you do, and uh, yeah, just the fact that they're, uh, when we look at that new packaging too, huh? you see how they upscaled their packaging? Oh thing? yeah, Jesus. yep.
3: Going off
4: right
3: now, but, you know, <laughs> It looks like the kid called Ooh. in. Oh my
4: god, the kid's on the fucking line. What's happening, kid? Oh my god! What do you mean? Oh my god! Let me hear can you. Guys, Just, hear me? Tell can us. You hear me? Yeah, we
3: can hear you. A little quiet.
4: A, a little scraggly What are you trying to call? Are in your truck? you in your truck. Yeah, terrible line Terrible yeah. line
3: on my side Alright yeah We're just finishing Our shout outs real quick We're just trying to Get them through real quick We're going to have Ed yeah. calling uh, yeah, Pretty soon here So,
4: do yeah, come. Do it up <laughs> Cool Come on kid You're supposed to help Not not hurt. Yes And they have suppositories That we would definitely Be using on the kids Right now <laughs> If we could
3: Right
4: kid. Oh
2: yeah Oh yeah
4: Incredible oh, yeah. Incredi- <laughs> I- Incredible
2: Incredible, is it, is it, is it incredible time? Let me see if I can Name all the bars still Okay ready Blueberry yeah, blend, no. fucking yeah. Mountain Bar oh, they have so many flavors now I can't even mean, it's ridiculous and they're in they're in so many states they're crushing
4: it cool. what's their latest flavor how's that for a test how's that latest it's the latest greatest flavor come on I just saw it pop up I'm pretty sure it's what I consider the latest I don't even know what it's the latest. Who's the latest
2: flavor bre- I don't yeah.
4: who's the latest breeder that they brought on
1: board
2: I don't AKA,
4: know. oh my God, you're so oh, wow. far behind, kid. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta get your shit together.
2: I, I need to come back out. I'm too far, I'm too far separated from the, from the in crowd now. Yeah.
4: So what's going on, what is going on in Pennsylvania? Obviously, it's a of big things, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, good stuff, man. I mean, I I, I gotta say, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the flowers out here has actually been impressing me, you know, pretty strongly. I got, this, this one company out here, Prime Wellness, they have a, uh, they have a grower from Colorado. I, I don't know who it is, but man, their flower is fucking proper, super good. Um, and the extracts. I mean, everyone's making some good live resin. You know, everything's on point there. Um, and we're getting ready to. What the hell is that sound? Who's talking?
4: It's you. Oh it's you.
2: That's me. Uh
4: Really? I don't know. Is is that Not in the me. background of
3: you, Adam or It could be the background of me, I think. Background
4: people. Hey, background,
2: background
3: people. people. Hey, background people.
2: Background. I'm on live I'm live on the air. Live. live. But no, it's going good, man. We're gonna we're gonna start putting up our uh, eighty five thousand square foot facility here in PA. Um we're gonna be
4: running a bunch of a bunch of THDs, bro. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And so, no, oh, I also got some, uh, I got some extra, I got some people, I got some peeps for you there, kid. just some peeps. Oh,
2: yeah? All
4: right. That's good. Well, I can always use peeps. Yeah, I know. Like the candy, right? like,
2: I hear... peeps? Like, like the marshmallow peeps?
4: No, not necessarily those kind of peeps. Definitely, definitely uh, workers. Workers!
2: Worker peeps. That's good, because I, I, we're, we're submitting our application for uh, New Jersey on Friday, a week from today, and then I'm finalizing up some deals with uh, Jamaica. So I'm gonna need peeps all over. And Ohio, I need peeps in Ohio. We have the grows. Well, I'll be putting seeds in the ground there in about three weeks. So we have we have lots going. So send the peeps my way, man. East Coast.
4: All right. Perfect. Perfect segue. So back to I don't think they do incredible peeps yet, but if they did,
3: they would be incredible.
4: I guarantee I mean, that's pretty yep. much a standard right
3: incredible peeps that would be awesome not a bad idea I would eat those peeps.
4: <laughs> I know people would be like what up peeps
3: yeah um
4: I think they should I think peeps should be forever right peeps should be year-round peeps should not just be a seasonal thing so I that might you. be my whole new thing thanks thanks kids for the big idea but yeah uh what I was thinking was a watermelon. That was my that was my answer to your what's the latest flavor that turned.
3: Oh, okay. I uh, have a new watermelon deal going, and
4: uh, but they had a couple other ones too. You could you could have answered one of three things, and I would have been okay with it. So.
3: I was gonna say peach tree, uh,
4: but in See peach would have been cool too. Would have been good. And uh, so, in general, though, right now, any state that you can pick these things up, pick them up because they are exactly what they described. <laughs> In the name, genius. Amazing. But uh, go to com. Check out the store finder, the state finder, the all-around finder, and check out the other wellness products and all that kind of cool stuff, too. And check out the Dog line, of course, because that's the super latest hot drops from those guys.
3: Hmm. And Build a soil.
4: Build a soil, right? Um, also, if you are in the... Uh, organic world and you want to have the best in inputs and best uh, service and over, you know, free freight if you're in Colorado or New Mexico for all purchases of 500. So you can even order soil that way, for instance, and really piss off people. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> this guy, get free soil. I mean. But in general, uh, all your ITM and, uh, all of your, like I said, no-till sort of, uh, Full amended soil from your own, uh, you know, your own, your own liking, and your own adjusting, and they'll build it for you, help you build it, help you do it right, and also if you c- kick on to some form that you really like and you want to replicate it, they'll do that for you, which is huge. So you go to buildosoil.com com or you go to eight five five eight seven seven soil, and you can talk to Jeremy or somebody from the crew live, and they'll take care of you. Like I said, obviously, these people you just gotta all say, we sent you' then it's like front of the line, it's like when you get the magic uh, t s a line you know right are allowed to uh, skip everything, you're like, shit, so much better <laughs> so so um next on our next on our incredible
3: wallacewow.com dot Wallace, wow. com
4: yeah, we have to go. Uh, check in with him because i saw some photos recently which were huge oh i got i got Vegas the slideshow up
3: i can put the slideshow up if you want it of uh, those pictures you wanted last week and if you uh
4: from the last week of uh the, oh yeah the ones we didn't get to put
3: up yeah 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 but yeah i got i got them up right now if you want to me to show them while we're doing this sure cool that was
4: a great idea cool Let's do it, but you can, uh, you can guarantee that this guy, Ron Wallace with wallacewild.com, is the man when it comes to building your, uh, your soil. Like we said, we build the soil. That's one thing. This guy is a rhizosphere uh, junkie, and that's my hands in his soil right there. Uh, just 1,450 square feet of canopy for one pumpkin. It was pretty amazing. You're like, Okay. I can see happy happy pumpkins. Uh also Ron's got um other products that he's put together. But you know, he's small. Now, this is weeks and weeks and weeks ago. Like I said, double the size right now. Yep. At least. And and uh but he already lost one at this time. There's a sort of shot of the deadline. But just see just perfect uh uh, perfect sort of set up out in Rhode Island there's this incredible warehouse giganticness uh, but it was a good, good trip and it was just like right at the end right before I got back so it was awesome and then uh, there you go that was a loop there was a loop looped yeah um, com for that one and uh, you can say that he sent you and like I said he will That's where he's at right about now. It's getting close. It's a month out. um, Yeah. Sweet. Great guy. We're just retired, so help him out. Get some products.
3: Nice. Then I have green farms next.
4: Green farms, I know.
3: Big things for green farms
4: uh, all over the place. But in a good way, of course. I'll be hanging out with them next week. Uh, Not on the show, necessarily, because next week is... Uh, Labor Day weekend so everyone's gonna be in some direction. I think I'm gonna uh record a show here.
1: Nice.
3: Uh
4: before I go and then and then that way I got something to play on Friday for everybody. But cool. It's gonna be hard to nail anybody down to speak of course.
3: Yeah, I'll but be in Arizona. Those that, guys at Green Farms Exactly.
4: I knew things like that were gonna happen. Um, so uh, Green Farms though, so these guys are definitely uh doing everything the right way in my opinion as far as organic growing, uh, two-scale, scalable stuff, and also um, just not skimping, you know what I mean? Because usually what happens is people are like 90% organic or 95% organic. And of course, you know, you might get fooled and put a product in by mistake, but for the most part, these guys are doing their own composting their own fermenting and coming out with some really nice products and at the same time creating zero waste. Uh, which is huge and kind of hard to do, you know. It's like it's one of those, there's a lot of waste coming off these products. So if you can manage that and you can use it all and turn it into food, and actually, you know, maybe mad cow your plants a little bit, right? So we feed them plants. But no, they, uh, in general, it's uh, better for the environment and better, uh, easier. So, so you can check them out at greenfarmsco.com, right? Yep and uh, check out their program that they are putting together also ever-expanding website they also got this uh, roster worms and a few other product lines that they're doing so they're selling the individual products and the complete soils and they also got buffalo which is a product that's been on our show a bunch of times and you know there's a long list a longer list of basically uh, positive reasons these at their products and uh, at the same time they uh they definitely are doing some big things all over the state. They're yeah, uh, you know, I was down like I was down there with them checking our buddy two out a couple weeks ago and it was just coincidental that everything was all within like eyesight of each other, so nice to uh connect the dots and stuff. So yeah, you'll be seeing a lot of green farms on the show doing because they do a lot of educational things too when it comes to organic, and they love to do that, which is huge. Uh, they're just uh, for explaining and also for understanding the reason why their products are made the way they are. So, also, they give a lot back to like vets and indigenous Indians and all sorts of good stuff. Yes, to Amazon, camping ain't easy. To you know that. hmm Camping ain't easy. He just camp for free. Free hempen. Throw the hempen in there. Of course, too. You know what we're going you know to be hyping up hempen. Yeah. I can tell you, too, uh, here at the fence, one of the first guys I saw in the elevator when I walked in, Charlotte's Web shirt on him. I was, just, of course, thinking about you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh. There you go. It's, it's come down to random dudes in elevators wearing Charlotte's Web shirts and being quite proud of them. You know? So I was like, yeah. okay. Not, at least I know who to talk to and who not to talk to, right?
3: Now we're off to seats so, um, here now dot com.
4: now. I hope uh, Ed calls in soon too. So otherwise, I can give him a heads up. But uh now dot com are the guys. They're the, you know, they're the reason why we could do what we do with all these breeders and getting all these guys on the show and managing them, which is what they do. And just try managing thirty five breeders or thirty five any you know, DJs or <laughs> Whatever it's always complicated, you know, because you got you got a lot of different groups going on, different styles. But he managed to bring the best of the best under one roof. Uh, super great service. If you have any problems, just give him a heads up. you will know, real the place under you. So, so it's, uh, it's good to know when you got people that will back your stuff up. You know, not just his, all the stuff, everything he takes under his sell through his portal you are guaranteed so it's pretty rare in this industry you can go to uh, com. you can also go to com. you can have a uh, like a uh, auction site there and lost packs and last packs and things you may never see again or things that got literally some stuff that got lost in the mail got found just a year later and there's no more of those packs anywhere so unsealed deal-in-the-box deals are there. So go check them out, com and cedaholics.com. So, and then we have Trejour. Trejour, of course. Which we're in here. Treasure, Barcelona. If you're in Barcelona and you want to go check out a club, you look up treasure, uh Swing on in there. You tell them he sent you. Get some free membership. It's always worth it. It's always worth it. And of course, right on time. Silverleaf University is
3: going to have a big
4: boat party tomorrow. Right? Tell me about the boat party, Chloe. Come on.
5: I, I think
3: we just got Ed on Tell the line the the here, Adam.
5: Oh, the party.
3: Oh, it's really? on the line. Ed? Yes. Ed who? Rosenthal. Shut up. Oh,
5: so this start. is Ed. My favorite.
4: Hey, Ed. How you yeah. doing, my friend? Yeah. I hear you loud and clear. I'm hanging here with Chloe.
5: Hi, Ed.
4: There you go. Hi, Chloe. Says, hi. How you doing? Hi. She
1: says hi. She can hear you.
5: Hello. Ed, you're my
1: favorite. <laughs> it's been it's a, a long, long time. He's my favorite. Yeah. Don't fight, guys. Don't fight over it. <laughs> Please. <laughs> oh,
4: and so we got we got we got Greg there also in the room with you.
1: Yeah, this is this is Greg
0: Zeman. Pleasure to be here with you guys. Thanks.
4: Hey, Greg. Nice to see you there, my friend. Um, yeah, yeah. so, uh, are you guys, uh, where are you guys at right now? Where, where are we calling, where are we calling you
0: at? We're in Piedmont, which is like just outside of Oakland, California, uh, hanging out at the headquarters of the Ed Rosenthal Empire, taking some dabs, smoking the joint, chilling. So. Wow. The head, the empire,
4: the Ed, the Edpire.
0: Yes, yeah, the
1: Empire. the right.
4: Yeah, the Empire. I like it. Um. Well, that's cool. I'm out here in Miami, Ed. You know, it's uh, hot and hot and sweaty, of course. And, and I, uh, got two more days of, of show starting tomorrow. So
1: looking at an so, urban at a, the window at an urban forest of cedars and redwoods, and a pond right oh. to Yeah, quite pond. Well.
0: Huh?
4: For a quick second, I'm going to have Chloe jump on and tell us what she's got planned for t- for tomorrow night and what's going on. Tell us about your little. Tell us. Tell us what Ed's missing because you know. Because we know we
5: want Ed out here with
4: us all of the time. Give You can. the mic is yours.
5: Wow, it. you know I cannot believe that I'm finally on the Adam Dutch. show. Just,
4: just getting to do a plug. <laughs> don't, don't take too much time. You're <laughs> so funny.
5: So. Um, you know, if we're, tomorrow we're having our honorary cannabis business awards on the Seascape, which is the largest ship parked on the intercoastal in South Florida. So we're going to be giving away five honorary awards for achievements and esteemed accolades in Southern Colorado or Southern America, I guess, Florida. It's no. not Southern America. They're, yeah, they're, it's, they're, it's, 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 it's not, okay. so it's not, flag, not to South Florida for anybody, but however, South Florida is it's dominant. Is dominant in this award show, and it's nice. going to be amazing. And I mean, you walked by the boat yesterday, and you were flabbergasted. Oh, you couldn't believe how amazing it was. So why don't you pretty, tell them? You know, it was pretty nice. I've had bigger though.
4: I've had bigger. <laughs> I bet
5: you
2: have. <laughs> I've had bigger.
4: I've had bigger. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretty ridiculous have to say all right well thank you chloe thank and you. we taught class today and it was very very cool
5: yes uh, everybody wants to be a grower
4: yeah not really though we we, 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 like, we had a great variety
5: yeah. of our stuff.
4: whole job was to tell people they can't do it that's pretty much what we're mm-hmm. that's our job
5: that's what we do in class we tell them if they could do
4: anything else to uh please take
5: it take it on <laughs> do anything but please. so
4: ed uh you can't stop you're addicted to books
1: huh Addicted to books. Try that again? You're addicted to books. Yeah, yeah. You know <laughs> books, yeah. And growing
4: pot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Of course.
4: But this one yeah. this one is focused a little bit more on uh concentrates, obviously. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. How long did you uh how long did you uh take on this one? Where has it 'cause I mean the crazy part with concentrates now is if you're writing about the craziest thing, by the time you're done writing about it, you something new, you know I mean? Because everybody's well,
1: actually, pushing, was, pushing it. I was uh, managing a team of writers, and uh, they would co- come in every day and uh, have to do the research, test their research, oh, yeah. and then write about it day after day. It was, oh, you poor guy. Really difficult work for them. Oh yeah, I mean we had to do a lot of field research,
0: um, thousands and thousands of products were that's good. But additionally, you know, more to the point of what you were saying about everything always being changing, um, that was sort of towards the end of the book particularly an obstacle. Uh, but thankfully we had access to a lot of people who were directly involved, um, in actually like using these techniques that are covered in the book. Uh, and, and, you know, making the products. So we, we, we have a pretty good read, you know, out here in California. Uh, not that we're everything, but with, with such a huge sector, of the cannabis market out here, in terms of what techniques are actually, like, used practically and which ones are sort of theoretical. I have people talk to me about hash made with, like, sound waves and shit, which is very cool, but we struggle to find, like, a very large number of people using that yet so we didn't include that so certainly there'll be techniques and technologies that are emerging that aren't covered in the book but i think it's a pretty nice snapshot of of what's actually being practically applied to you know consumer cannabis
1: and it gives both consumers and producers uh ideas of what's out there what can be manufactured and then how to do it so it's uh I think that people will find it most interesting and useful in their daily lives. For sure. Now, did you... It's sort of a self book. What's that? You know, self-help guides. This is sort of a self-help uh-huh. guide to help guide you through the uh, forest and jungles of concentrate. Yeah, a lot of people don't even
0: know what, I mean, the the, the thing that I think is cool about this book is it's a a primer for people who want to produce these products, but it's useful for anybody who's either just coming into cannabis now or maybe has been involved with Cannabis for years, but doesn't know a lot about the new technologies around uh, concentrates. There's a lot of misinformation and disinformation and kind of competing information. And really, like anybody who has the time to sit there and take hours of their day to to figure out what's true and kind of what's hype and to separate the noise from the static and uh, from the actual truth. You could find this out. We've sort of just, like, done it for you. So you take this book and you look at it, and it's just... I wish this book had existed when I first got involved with cannabis. Like, I I took a lot of dabs of, like, shit that I regret trying and, like, uh, believed a lot of things that limited my access to certain cannabis uh, therapies and stuff, and uh, a lot of that misinformation that I personally... Didn't, uh, that, I, that I suffered from, other people won't because this book exists. So, you know, hopefully it's going to be beneficial, not just the people who want to make this stuff, but just people who want to have educated decisions about their cannabis use. So.
4: Yeah, and, and it's, uh, it's, it's amazing, too, how, like, I, when I, uh, I do a dab in, in, like, New York at a sort of underground club and five people walk up to me and say, is that a dab? I heard about that, you know what I mean? I'm like, wow, I forgot that people really don't, so many people who've never even seen, you know, someone do a proper dab before. So, right.
2: uh, If a you're people, you know.
1: in certain pockets or on the West Coast, you're likely to be familiar with it. But, uh, it, but people around the rest of the country aren't necessarily that familiar with it, so this opens it up outside of the uh, hot pockets, so to speak. And the rest of the world. I mean, you know, there's all over the world, who love cannabis, and not, and
0: not all of those places have seen solvent extraction and rosin and all these other techniques that we take for granted catch on. So hopefully, for, this will be a resource for them for,
1: for instance, in Europe, the only concentrates that are available, mostly or that are mostly available, are uh, is hashish, and uh, they don't uh-huh. have any of they don't have any of the solvent or the solventless uh, uh, concentrates that we have. Not yet.
4: Not on a broad scale. Yeah. No, and it's funny how we don't have uh, a good sort of market for like dry sieve or solid hash or like old school, you know, like you see like Frenchie doing his little projects and stuff, which isn't really it's kinda like a pseudo old school because it starts with a you know, water hash, which is not really old school. Um Right. And at one point at one point Water hash was the most high tech thing it could do. You know, they made it now. It's yeah. the bottom of the, the high-tech, you know what I mean? So well, water, people
1: forget
0: that, though, exactly. Well, you
1: well, 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 water hash is, can be used as an intermediate. Uh, for instance, let's say that you have a lot of uh, material to process. Water hash is a very fast method of processing. And then from yeah. that, it, you could make your, an oil or a shatter or whatever you want to make. But it's a good yeah. way for Doing a basic uh, quick concentration, so you're down to a small, dealing with a smaller amount of material. Well, and yeah.
0: distillate is right now for both medical and recreational applications, and uh, I'm not making a pro or con statement on it, but a lot of people are interested in making that, and you can make distillate from practically anything, so you know, in terms yeah. of your crude. The space and a lot of people don't know that you know that's another thing is we've demystified if there's one major goal for this book in terms of the educational sweep of it it's we want to kind of take this stuff that a lot of people are treating like it's some kind of arcane alchemy and remind them that this is just basic organic chemistry I mean it doesn't mean that it doesn't need to be done in controlled lab settings that you don't need to know what you're doing I mean it's that, that the safety is a big deal doing things right is a big deal but this is not magic and this is not you know uh, advanced uh, ro- you know rocket science or anything it's it's, it's basic stuff where if, if you can learn proper lab procedure and know a couple of things about, about you know, basic organic chemistry, you can, you can do this stuff. Um, and I think that's important that people know that uh, to, to make these things available because concentrating cannabis to the level <laughs> that you can now has really huge benefits for a lot of people, and I've seen it benefit a lot of people's lives. So the more people we can make able to uh, access that, I think, the better. So that's my, my main hope for that. On,
1: on the other hand, uh, one of my favorite... Uh, Methods uh, or products is uh, dry ice hash, oh, yeah. and the um, the first uh, when uh, when you first begin the processing of it, the first 30 seconds, first two two minutes, you get an extremely fine product, and because it's only been processed in the cold, it, all mm-hmm. the terpenes um, stay with it, and it it can be right. used in many different ways. Well, that, that product, as fine as it is, is, a, is very easy to do. It's something that anybody could do at their house. And so we're not just talking about sophisticated processes where you can blow yourself up or something. We have processes in there that anybody can use that, that aren't are dangerous at all and that produce an extremely fine product. Absolutely. So, and uh, so that makes uh, and uh, so that this book is both for really, the uh, consumer as well as the home processor and the commercial processor.
0: And anybody who has either a personal or professional reason that they want to know what's going on with cannabis—if you're trying to invest in it, if you're trying to just maybe you want to start your own business in a, in a certain sector of it, it's important that you know the state of the technology and the state of what people are already doing uh, so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel and so that you know you know what avenues are available to you. So I'm hoping it can be a broad informational resource for those people as well.
1: For instance, we know somebody who read this book and then just using the instructions in this book built the, the multi-million dollar processing unit. And then just yep. sold it, major company, <coughs> and in just one year went from owning like sixty-nine dollars to a hundred million dollars. Right, Greg? Your mileage may vary.
4: <laughs> exactly right. Not all results will end
0: up with a hundred million dollars. Yeah, but, but I think it's a even if you just want to know more. And, and, you know, again, this is information that's available, but uh, it's fun to take all these different informational resources and all these amazing people and companies and processors and cultivators and everything in between we have access to uh, and and who are friends of Ed and everything and and use them to make a book that just kind of have all that at a glance, you know. And we also have available resources for further research, so, you know, we fully encourage people to continue that. And so,
4: uh, with all the photos in the book, who is it all in? Was uh, it all Ed or in-house or you guys or Combo or was
1: Well, you know, I used to feel that all the photos in the book should be mine and all that, but I got I got past that and said all the photos in the book we should choose the best photos, and uh, there are a lot of truly excellent photographers. Um, around now, who specialize in cannabis, so we made use of their photography, some of mine, just a lot of, di- a lot of different uh, uh, resources to provide the, the concern was that the uh, person who uses this book has the best information, and we use the photos to convey the, as a reporting tool to convey a lot of information so that not only do they have to be uh beautiful, but they also have to um, uh, provide information for the uh the person using the book.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All the images really enhance the information and uh but not to undersell that we have some incredibly gorgeous images uh of, you know, of, of processed cannabis and all different kinds of hash and um Uh, You know, personally, just uh, because uh, you know, I work as an associate editor at Cannabis Now Magazine, I get the opportunity to look at thousands and thousands of pictures of cannabis, and really the work in the photography work in this book stands out to me a lot. You know, even from that large of a base. So I I think anybody who uh, not just wants to know more, but just wants a really beautiful—I wouldn't say it's a little—it's a little dense for a coffee table book, but it it, it has truly. excellent photography that I think if you're, if you're into that type of thing, you're going to really find a lot to enjoy in every chapter. So even, even the cover on the back page of it is pretty exceptional in my opinion. So.
4: Yeah. I mean, the photos that I'm seeing are beautiful. So it's, uh, and, and, you know, it's also one of those things, the processing is getting more clinical and turning into uh, a lot more technical than it ever was. So it's nice to document it properly and, you know, with proper lighting and, you know, the, because it's, it's also, of course, the quality of photography is just so much higher now than it was back in the day, too. Um, so we're kind of lucky to, to get to be able to sort of show it, because a lot of times with cannabis stuff, it's so hard to make it look good or make it look as impressive as it does live. You know, it's like, here's a big pile of poop. <laughs> you know, It looks
0: so good. Well, I mean, but how do you know if something uh, looks good? I- so you you grow up your whole life and you see bread your whole life cuz you eat it so you know if a piece of bread looks like burnt or like undercooked cuz you know what good bread looks yeah. like like not everybody has had the opportunity to interact with all these products directly so you know uh, and and obviously again this will lead them to other resources that are available but when you get to see a, a photo of like this is you know for lack of a better word like kind of like the ideal like here's what it looks like when you get it right like that's an educational tool in and of itself so you know sure. i think that that's part of what we're doing, too. I mean, you know, not to be elitist about it, but it's like if you're going to make these products, you really owe it to yourself, and if you're making it for others, you owe it to them to make the best thing you can, and certainly we've given the tools to do that and uh, some really nice photographic examples of what happens when you get it right. So,
4: Yeah, and it's awesome because, again, everybody always, uh, it's quite hard to, well, not maybe not that hard, but it is kind of hard to de-learn things, but it is very easy to, Cut, like, once people see what real quality is, it's always been like that, too. Like, before anybody saw good hash, they could have looked at anything, and it wouldn't, you know, looks good to them, I guess. And then nowadays, people are pretty damn picky when it comes to hash, weed, everything. I'm actually quite impressed uh, as states come online because they, they get tools to be able to uh, uh, go quicker than the last ones.
0: You should be picky about about your hash. Like, you should be, you're taking the cannabis and you're concentrating it, you know, however, however, however many times, that's how much more picky you should be about your hash. Like, you really should take it seriously, like, what you're putting into your body and the quality of it. And, you know, sometimes it's not worth it to save a couple extra bucks. Like, so I, I hope people will be picky about that. Uh, unfortunately, I would say, like, some people are not picky enough, but that's my personal opinion. It does not necessarily represent that of Ed or QuickTime Publishing. So. Whoa.
4: And yeah, I mean the uh, like I said, people tend to uh, you know work themselves up to the scale pretty good. Uh, it's just it's just almost sometimes it's, it, people are getting a little bit ridiculous now because there's a lot of kids who maybe are uh, what's that? only smoke uh, oil? You know what I mean? Not understanding oh, the plant. So this one this one is focusing mostly on oil. Is there any uh, chapters on uh, Cannabis at all, and just pretty much, like, like a couple rudimentary... We have
0: chapters on cannabinoids and terpenes and a lot of stuff that relates directly to the whole plant as well as the concentrates. So, I mean, Ed can expand on that, but definitely uh, the book is focused on concentrates, but people who want information about cannabis medicine and the way that uh, the entourage effect is, and our understanding of it has been expanded to include terpenes and everything, like, that's definitely covered in the first few chapters of this book.
1: Well, nice. Uh, and the thing about uh concentrates is uh they may be actually more helpful than uh smoking the entire plant I would agree so that uh you know you're only look the plant is just a carrier for uh, mm-hmm. for the psychoactive or medicinal products for the for the med- or- medic- uh so yeah, well, can of the cannabinoids and the and stuff. So, so what happens is if you're smoking the whole plant, you're getting all of the extraneous stuff, is smoke and all of that. Instead, with a concentrate, you get something that's much purer. And so actually you need less of, you, you're, you're challenging or stressing your lungs less overall sure. than if you're smoking a joint. Absolutely, man yeah you always want to reduce
4: reduce risk basically at that point you know so harm reduction hey, and we
0: like, to be clear we love smoking weed we're smoking a joint right now but it, it's just like sometimes again i feel like People get certain information that's maybe like not complete, and what what it boils down to is there's no super healthy way. You can filter it through water, you can do this, that, and the third. But when you set something on fire and then inhale that into your lungs, like you know what I mean? Like you're introducing carcinogens, you're introducing all these waxes and lipids that exist in the plant. You know, it's 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 been shown that the waxes and lipids are are can be let's say especially harmful. And um, ultimately using an extraction process and using a low heat vaporization where you're basically boiling the active ingredients and just inhaling what amounts to steam uh, vapor, that's a much healthier way. And I think a lot of times, you know, and and I I come from a journalism background, so I'm sensitive to it, but I think a lot of times it's the media has uh, sensationalized. Particularly, some of the dangers in the early days of BHO when people were blowing themselves up, open blasting. They weren't really doing an open blast. They were blowing themselves up trying to purge it on hot plates and all this dumb stuff. And uh, sure. bottom line, it's it's, it's a pretty, uh, it's an incredibly safe product. The more you concentrate it, ultimately, the less you have to consume, and the method of consumption is a lot safer. That said, full caveat: like I like smoking hash and smoking weed, but I don't really necessarily smoke nearly as much as I used to now that I can also take a dab. And I get all the therapeutic and, you know, let's say adult use benefits of that in one or two breaths versus sitting there inhaling waxes and lipids and carcinogen, carcinogenic smoke for, you know, half an hour, 20 minutes, whatever. So it's no judgment. It's like that's the science of it. And, and we want people to have the tools to make informed decisions, whatever they want to do. So
4: Yeah, and I mean, back in the day, even in,
0: even in Amsterdam, there was like,
4: far and few between really high quality hash a lot of like commercial hash. But when you got really good hash, uh, you know, because the commercial stuff people would smoke it all day and it would barely get them high, but then you get something really good. And then we started to make our own hash. And then of course, you know, when your starting material is like twice as strong or triple, you know, two and a half times as strong as the other starting material, of course it's going to be higher quality. And now, um, people have taken it to the extreme where they're, uh, Breaking it down for instance, like the terps on one side they got the thCA on the other side and they're and you know they're breaking it down to its to its core, but then you know in the long run, my opinion is that just kind of makes it two things one's too harsh and one's too flavorless you know what I mean so uh, you you guys what's your favorite form of hash in this flavor, like modern era or whatever I guess what would be their your key? Well, personal like go go to product like end of the world got only the one thing one can to smoke what would it be
1: well as crude as it is, I still do appreciate dry ice ha- hash is it? I, I love the uh, terpenes in them and the way that they're expressed and um it's very pure and it's, it's also it's very easy to make so that's my old you find favorite. that
4: it's do you find that the dry ice hash though comes out real yellow almost like kind of like almost like um like propane hash comes out yellower than but- than butane hash
1: Well uh, I think what happens is it starts off very pale because it, the uh, glands themselves uh, are pale and then uh over a period of time, as it's being shaken, and uh, over time, maybe a minute, you'll see a change in color. It will become yellow and then green, and that's because uh, more and more uh, plant material is getting inside. And I, I'm just talking about that first uh, that first uh, short period of time uh, in the beginning. And that material is so superb. You, 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 can, uh, uh, you can use it in a lot of different ways. But uh, you can put it into a rig and uh, dab it. Uh, it's so pure. It's really nice. Yeah, okay. and, uh, you, uh, you know, I love that
0: stuff. I had a opportunity to make ice water. Uh, I did make some dry ice heat at uh, Ed, Ed a couple times, which was fun. Um, I I don't know, I might catch this because, you know, I I really, really do love traditional hash. I love uh, all all kinds of hash, but my my, I guess on an island answer would be BHO. I mean, I love Shatter. I I, I personally just, I'm about to take a dab of some right now. Like, I've had the opportunity Mm -hmm. to try so many different things when when Guild Extracts out here first started. The the first company I remember doing this large crystal, you know, (laughs) molecular isolation Mm of THC, I had a chance to dab that, and it was cool, but... Uh, I, I'm still just, from the aesthetics to the effects to the, like, balance, like you said, between not losing the flavor and smooth. Like, when you do it right, uh, to me, there's just something so innately pleasing about a good hit of Shatter. So that would be my honest answer. As much as I love, I, I'm a total, I'm an all-opportunity destroyer when it comes to dads and everything else, but I, I would much prefer that over pretty much anything else. So, I would not yeah, use guess-
4: that,
1: you would not you would not what reject that hash no not me no
0: ed and i both love it all For pretty much you yeah it's
4: funny uh, so i think the. i think the profile is is definitely the for the people who like to get really high obviously the best uh, profile but if i guess it would depend on like like uh on a desert island, I get like this. I get the idea in my head of like when I get sick of something <laughs> after a while. It's uh, I actually like uh, personally like uh, dry sieve, want it for if you can find the right strains.
0: It's just hard to find the right strains, and it's a lot of fucking work. <laughs> I mean, but
4: cool man. If somebody
0: the best ways, right? Like that's that totally works for a lot of people. What I love about dry sift is how easy it is to make. I mean, you know, and that's what's cool about the dry ice thing is just that you're sort of like kicking it up a notch, you're getting a little extra, you know, you're just making the, the, the resin heads more brittle, knocking them off a little easier.
1: Little um, purity.
0: Yeah. Keep it a little colder, keep a little more vegetable matter out. But it it's all it's If all you like recipe. dry sift, you'll yeah.
1: love <laughs> that's, dry right, that's, ice. Right. <laughs> that's right, that's right. That's right. So we're on the same path there, but you should try the dry ice hash. It's very easy to make, and um, mm-hmm. just, just like dry sift is, and you I, I, I know.
0: You're making really small batches yeah. too, just like I yeah. said. People like overthink yeah. it. Like you can make it in like a can, like yeah.
1: yeah. You know, you don't you don't need a five gallon container. You can do, right. do, do it in a in a coffee can. Yeah. Just remember to wrap it because it gets really cold. Yeah. Really cold for sure.
4: Yes, and right. don't, 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 well, you shouldn't dunk your hands in water, but grab a uh, metal can full of dry ice. So <laughs> kind of Especially when it's full of dry ice, like, man. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> But, but uh, so, so, uh, what the book came out just just a, just a few days ago, or what, was the, what was the original date? Or when it's
0: going it go to go uh, to, it's going to go to press on uh, September is. 9th, I believe, is scheduled it is in, the, it's scheduled the show. In,
1: to ship from yeah. the uh, printer. Yeah, it's ready. It's shipping on the 9th. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We eagerly so, uh, awaited. So I should mention, you know, there's another book that you probably that you may not know about that we published last, last year, but it's a very important, especially this time of the year. The name of it is called uh, Marijuana Harvest. Yeah. And it shows people totally new ways to harvest and process them. Uh, their product, whether whether they're a small grower or doing commercial processing.
0: That's really the companion book to this book.
1: Yeah, and there, there's not been no other book anything like it. It's one of a kind. And um, like, uh, I invented techniques just uh, as I was writing this book, and be, and some of them because I was writing the book that I decided to work on new techniques of processing. And uh, Greg will tell you how uh, unique some of them are.
0: <laughs> you machine harvesting, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you know, look, the thing about Ed is that he's been doing this for years, and people have been using his technique. with great success. So some of the people he talks to, because of the unique situation we have with land and everything in California, are growing really massive. They
1: yeah. have... But it shows anybody how to save a lot of time. Yeah, one person can bring down.: Yeah, not only fuel. not only the harvesting, but all in the processing, every part of it, it goes through it and gives people um, choices of method, but it explains uh-huh. why they use certain pr- processes.: Yeah, so um it's a one it's of a kind book. It's
0: the perfect book to get with Beyond Bud's Next Generation. You get you get harvest. You know what, exactly and what to do to get uh, a crop, and then once you have that crop, you got the book all the things you can do with it.
1: So. And that book is available now, so uh, okay, it's a, it's in the stores. So, uh, and uh, on over uh, internet uh, sellers. So it's it's um, and before you start harvesting people should read that book. definitely. even if even if they the master grower and have been doing it for years, they're going to find techniques that they never thought about, never seen before, that are brand new that went, I'll tell you what, some of the techniques are so unique and save so much time that when experienced mm-hmm. farmers see them, what do they do, Greg? They start laughing, <laughs> right? Yeah, they scary. they literally start laughing because well, of the simplicity of some of them? Yeah, it's, kind of it's not like I'm talking about. You know, I I'm not yeah. into um, doing things uh, over processing or doing things <laughs> like uh, 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 just for the sake of. Uh, Uh, Having a machine, Uh, I'm only interested in labor-saving devices and labor-saving methods and methods that produce only the finest qualities, and that's what this emphasizes is both quality and uh, efficiency. And nobody can argue with that.
0: And then I've seen the techniques demonstrated. I had the opportunity to edit up some video that Ed, Ed took demonstrating them and he, he took down massive plants, uh, very efficiently in I mean, no time at all. Was the really shocking thing. And I, I was I'll be honest, I was skeptical and I looked at the footage and you know, this plant that, you know, normally using the techniques would maybe take, you know, an hour or something. He really he really took down five minutes, maybe six, you know. And, and and in a way that did not compromise the quality of the product, and and again, like, this is one of those things where we live in a time where a lot of people are in, you know, uh, decriminalized or legalized environments, and we have kind of this, like, privilege of being able to not, but, you know, ed techniques, were kind of born in a time when sometimes things had to come down very quickly, right, and some people can remember mm-hmm. that, and this will get your thing down quickly. This no, this will get the is, whole thing down quickly, is, very I,
1: I, You know, Greg's putting it in one version of it, but it, it's whether you're, whether you're harvesting just a few plants or a lot of plants. It's time-consuming, or uh, boring work after a while. Don't either, though. And so what I did was for, uh, develop new methods of taking down the plant, taking down the plants that does less harm to the bud than using other techniques, and at the same time. Allows you to do it so faster. So whether you're taking down one plant, four plants, or a thousand plants, this especially, uh, and the larger they are, the more efficient this becomes. Exactly. So, uh, so especially if it's large plants, people should see this. uh, The equipment is not used to do it. Is not expensive. You can buy it for under a couple of hundred dollars, and uh, you might actually have it in your house. Well, especially if you have a yard. So uh, you should uh, check the book out. It's called Marijuana Harvest.
0: And it's been literally field tested in giant fields with giant... Like,
1: yeah. It's, it's... And, but it's all parts of it. Also the curing. You know, a lot of people um, have great buds until they start to cure the curing process. That's true. And I go... Mm-hmm. Through have to do curing without ruining your buds, so send uh, send it send it all to
4: Ed and he'll take care of it. Basically,
1: yeah. Well, these uh, you know what a lot of people a lot of books will say oh do this or do that and they won't explain why. Right. And so the first thing is if you have an understanding of what's going on then it's easy to remember what to do.
0: Definitely. Because
1: you're not just memorizing some rote thing. It gives you an understanding of what's happening in the process and why you're doing this process and uh, the efficiencies of it, how to do it right. So uh, it, uh, it will save people. Whether they have just, as I said, just a few plants or, uh, or, or a large garden we will save them time every time. <laughs> but yeah,
0: and you know, also, uh, and I think that kind of just um, dovetails back neatly to the thing you asked earlier about uh, any, if there was anything in the new book in Beyond Buds that covers uh, yeah. flower. I think it's covered at least in passing in Harvest, but we cover pretty in depth in Beyond Buds. Yeah. Uh, the ways to handle your plant if you're trying to make live resin or freeze your material or use live material. Um, and, and again, this is another one of those things where to us it seems really simple and intuitive. Uh, uh but for a lot of people that I spoke with, and even and, and some other the researchers I spoke with, it's like sometimes there's this missing connection where people hear like, Oh, live resin, live resin. And it's just, you know, it's just BHO. It's just solvent extraction with live or fresh frozen material versus cured material. Um, but again, like because there's not always clear information and people who are making this stuff not as a knock on them but for business reasons that are always trying to be totally transparent about their process, you know we've sort of um demystified some of that stuff and again it's uh, if if you have harvest and you followed the instructions and, and you know you you've, you've produced quality product and taken it down correctly, then when you have this new book, you've got on almost infinite numbers of opportunities uh uh to process it in different directions, you know, from, we, we focus a lot personally because we like them a lot, you know, like dabs and concentrates, but we have stuff in there about uh, transdermal patches, um, uh, topical products, uh, edibles, different tinctures that you can use to, you know, medicate for lack of a more precise word, your edibles. So um, it's a broad resource. It's not just about dabs. I mean, a lot of the stuff that I'm personally really uh, intrigued and interested in is about dabs, but it's, uh, the, the book yeah. is a broad resource for concentrated cannabis.
4: Yeah, no, yeah, it looks it looks really good and up, up to date, concise. I like it. Um, also, bravo on the other uh, idea too because it's uh, it is exactly what I tell people when I'm when I'm one of the main points is yeah, you can do all the things right, and you can really fuck it all up at the end because that's that people get you know they rush it and they don't pay attention and they don't have a place built that's climate controlled or anything like that. Um, what was your uh, so, do you have, you have also for, like, harvesting hemp, too, like, or CBD, like, let's call it hemp, but, like, high, you know, high CBD, short little squat plants that are a pain in the
1: ass. You got a couple of methods for that, or? Well, um, I think that uh, with the elimination of plant counts, that... Mm-hmm. There's going to be a major change in how people grow, <clears throat> and people will grow smaller plants. Yeah. In general, I, it's whether it's th- or THC. Sure. Because, um, you know, uh, <coughs> if you're growing smaller plants, then um, it takes less time to fill a specific canopy, And you can put them into flowering faster. And that would be either in a greenhouse, even outdoors. In some parts of the country where you can grow all year round, um, you could uh, rotate four or five crops a year that way.
0: Yeah, well, you know, there's been this renaissance of, like, light depth, uh, you know, applications for cannabis. And now everybody is doing exactly what I just said, multiple harvests a year. And so, you know... um, Smaller plants, and, that, and that's another, you know, cool thing about the book is smaller plants used to be sort of maybe like a, a negative point when raw flowers were the primary mechanism of one was consuming this stuff, but with so many opportunities for processing it, you know, if you get the uh, flavor profile or whatever correct, then y- you, can, you can utilize it in a lot of directions that are terpene forward, and, you know, if you don't, like, not to discourage people from trying to grow good cannabis, but then there's, like, multiple... Options for, you know, I mean, the, the origin, the progenitor of this book was a book called Trash to Stash that Ed had. And that sort of like, it's now we're on like the flip side in a way because that was the original philosophy behind hash making. It's like you're taking this big pile of trim and all this like, you know, LARF, like, what are we going to do with this? And it's like, wow, like now we've turned into some high quality product we could smoke. And at a certain point, point I think it's a good thing, you know, now we're in that like kind of a connoisseur market in a lot of areas of the country and the world where. We want high quality product, and so the, the the cliche that gets kicked around a lot is fire in, fire out. It's like you gotta have you gotta source high quality product uh, to make you know a flavorful product. But then you know you could also go the distillate route, which a lot of people are. So it's it's interesting how that like distillate, not to single that out, but that that's one way. It's, it's still kind of trash Sorry. and fashion and in other ways, it's
1: it's not. But so, um, so the way that buds are treated has changed so yeah um, the, the, the the market has grown but the percentage of people who are actually smoking has fallen yep so um, majorly so at that so at this point if if it isn't a bud or if it isn't really good cosmetically damp but cosmetically damaged uh excellent bud. Everything else, all that B-bud, that goes into uh, concentrates. And the reason why I say cosmetically damaged A-bud, because that's what nowadays is used for the best Mm pre-rolls.
0: Or some companies Nug Run.
1: I'm sorry?
0: Or some companies Nug Run. Yeah. Yeah. Nug Run their pre-rolls.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so Mm -hmm. basically, Basically, it's um, so it's as high a quality as a beautiful bud. It just doesn't look as good. So, but at highest quality and the potency and th- those qualities, smoking qualities. But other than that, everything else get, goes into concentrate. So, it there so different techniques can be used if if you know that that's happening, then. If then um, if you're running everything to bud, you know, looking for the best food, the best bud, because actually there's going, you know, as you know, in Oregon has a market that's pre- pretty responsive to supply and demand, as well as it doesn't have very high taxes, and what's happened there is that the price of cannabis has fallen dramatically because it is free entry into the... pretty pretty easy entry into the market. And
5: mm-hmm. prices
1: have just fallen to, to, tremendously. And, well, so, and so it doesn't pay to, to sell as bud, anything but the top. People won't... Yeah. So... So uh, the, your whole your whole uh, uh, strategy of, uh, strategy of dealing with uh, any part of that uh, supply equation uh, uh, has to change with the times, for sure. Of course, and and
4: uh, I mean it's great though because now we finally get a chance to. Do whole plant extraction and grow just for extraction. <coughs> it makes it so you can, you can uh, obviously yields will be higher. Your quality can be, you know, it's very dependent on your grow technique. Obviously, before it was, it was just a scrap little thing on the side, and it was great because you went for real, well, look, the lowest of the top. You know,
1: here's what the situation is. So growers in Oregon, have been selling pounds for $500. Or less. And this is where the new crop is in. This is the two... They're still selling the 2017 crop, and the 2018 crop is... Well, it's partly concerned because of the fires, but it's still going to be really large. Larger than last year. So... Let's take that. Fun- yeah. So, as I said, a pound is going for five hundred dollars. Well, if you go back and look in high, you know, old high times, pounds of of Colombian were going for about five hundred dollars in nineteen seventy four. So, now a pound of Colombian, <clears throat> uh, I'm I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, but. That pound of Colombian had perhaps half the THC as the pound of uh, of Oregon weed that's eighteen percent THC that goes for five hundred dollars. Right. So, but in the, five five hundred dollars was worth a lot more in nineteen seventy four than way. it is now. <coughs> yeah. Maybe five times as much or more but let's say five times so that pound in today's prices cost $2500 mm-hmm. for half the let's say half the THC that we are be buying for $500 I mean it's and, you so know that prices of- so the price of THC per gram of mm-hmm. THC has gone way way down. And that's the best thing about legalization. And the reason why that's the best thing about legalization is this. More people will be able to smoke and it will be cheap. So people will substitute grass for alcohol. And that's really good. Well, yeah, know, cannabis is becoming a commodity. That's really good for society. It's not that cannabis is becoming a commodity. You might talk about the economics, but I'm talking about change in society. You know, we're so you know this industry has grown so fast that we're that that we're seduced by the numbers game of you know all these people who could become millionaires or multimillionaires and these giant companies and all of that. But on the other hand. Um, in Colorado, half the marijuana, half the the ca- cannabis that's sold is not sold through the state store, you know, stores registered with the state. Right. It's sold elsewhere. So there's still this big uh, alternative market. Oh, that's but the I'm not. The I don't. The I'm, but I'm this. not talking oh, about the market. I you you guys everybody's talking, market, 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 how big this market is. You know, let let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. But I'm talking about heads. People's heads. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about hippies out to make it rich. I'm talking about (laughs) what marijuana does to people's heads and how it will change, hopefully change society. Just like, you know, at marijuana events... You rarely see. I actually. I I don't know that I've ever seen a fight at a marijuana only event. It's only when alcohol is introduced. Probably right. And mm-hmm. so that um, you know, and as I'd like to see the society change. You know, I'm, I've never been much of a drinker, and most of my friends haven't been much of a, of drinkers. Rarely even have a bottle of wine with dinner, even though we're in California, the wine state. Okay, but when I see how much people drink, you know, Mm -hmm. they'll have a a beer with lunch, they'll have a couple of beers with dinner, they'll have a beer after dinner, they'll have a six-pack or two a day. They're, They're alcoholics. And when I see how much, People drink in the United States and in Europe even more. I mean, sure. it's just so. I look forward to really inexpensive marijuana, and the re, and you know people would say, oh, don't you care about the farmers? First, people I care about are the consumers, and I want to see pot so cheap that a lot of people say, I'm not. I used to grow it, but I don't. I'm not even going gr- to. Now, this hurts me personally, financially, but I don't even need to grow it anymore. It's so cheap. Why grow it? I just go buy it. It's just so cheap. And when that happens, and as that happens, I hope we see a changeover in society. And that's what this is all about. And all the money stuff, all of that other stuff, you know, like people complaining that they can't make a living, other people getting rich from it, you know... Mm -hmm change is difficult. Change always happens. You, oh, know, totally. you know, I'm not going into coal mining as an industry anymore. <laughs> you know, and, and well, you that, know what? That's, well, that's I, what want, I, want, I want to, I want to th- show you something. Okay. In our lifetime, right? Well, you remember all the copy centers there used to be? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. How about the video stores? Yeah, those are gone though. Yeah, right? Right which, right, which is which is what I'm trying to say. Right. What I'm yeah. trying
0: to say is that now that there's not going to be this strong profit motive for people to try to get rich and to bank off of being a cannabis cultivator, now that that's not going to be seen as a cash grab, there's more of an incentive for people to pursue this continue this renaissance that's happening in the different ways that you can process it. And again, we focus personally a lot on concentrates, but there's so many other products that you can make that like previously were the traditional way for consuming cannabis before prohibition. Tinctures used to be the way that we consume cannabis and just rolling it up and smoking it again. It's not a knock. We've been smoking. We love to smoke. It's, that's a response to, what are we going to do with this stuff? We can't hold on to it for too long. We've got to quickly process it. We've got to consume it furtively, you know, under cover of darkness. And now that we're emerging out of a dark age of prohibition uh, more fully, not completely yet, but still more fully than before, I, I think it's exciting that people are returning to this totally natural response to this plant and to the, to the chemicals contained inside of it, these cannabinoids, the terpenes, these other uh, compounds that make it a therapeutic product, uh, that, there's, that there's this new desire to explore that because people feel safe to, and because again, they're not as focused on just like trying to churn out pounds and pounds of cannabis that they're just going to sell as raw flour because, again, the bottom has dropped out on that. I mean, you know, like I, I, I used like a specific term for that that I guess was – but I'm just saying I think it's a good thing that cannabis prices are dropping. I think it's not just that it's more accessible. It's that there's more of an incentive for people to think smarter, you know, about the way that we relate to cannabis, even if they are trying to sell it, but even if it's just for their own personal use, to think beyond just the plant. Because, again, like I said before, the plant is just a carrier – for, for these compounds inside of it. And so I think that's sure. that's a real benefit that we should focus on when we do see these prices dropping for, for cannabis.
4: Yeah, and now we can actually grow for specific terpenes because at a certain point, THC and CBD and things like that are going to be maybe just, over you know, just the price per gram of almost pure is super cheap, right? But at the same time, the terpenes that are going to be coming out, which right now are... Talking about ridiculously expensive that are going to become, I think, more valuable along the run. What's your prediction? I just one of my predictions. What is your guys' predictions of like the next big thing in cannabis? Uh, as far as the big, like now everybody the cats out of the bag for isolate. Let's say, which is like kind of the easy, easy route, in my opinion.
1: I I think that uh, there are going to be more methods developed to make it easier to use. Like pen, like pen wise or electric wise, or that, and um, maybe different drops. Not necessarily just tinctures, but different kinds of drops, or uh, uh, different. Uh, I don't, I don't know. So people will think of different things. So, uh-huh. how about something that, like, uh, something that's a time release in some way.
0: I, I think the next, I don't know about the next, oh, okay. like, big, that would be, be beautiful. Greg,
1: you wouldn't have to use it but once an hour. Yeah. Oh, what would I do
0: with all my time, man? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I personally think the next, I don't know about the next big thing, because there's fads that could be big, yeah. but the next important thing that I think could be happening in cannabis yeah. uh, is uh, personally tailored terpene profiles and uh, an yeah. a, a organized, systemic manner for approaching that and helping people find those. Um, I think the more that we're learning that, you know, the old paradigm used to be that it's indica versus sativa, which is like a relevant biological distinction between two sort of different physical expressions of a plant. Uh, But when we talk about the the human experience of cannabis, I think that that has a lot more to do with the terpene profile. And I think when you start to look at the different uh, strains that are associated with certain impacts, you start to find a lot of commonalities. So I, I think... That's to me the, uh, the the next big thing in cannabis that would really matter would be finding people who can organize this information and then help just you know for lack of a better word just layman just your average person figure out well so what is mine and then and then I think a product like Ed said maybe it's time released maybe it's just however it's easier it's it's a, a um, distribution mechanism for that. Thing for that terpene profile. It's like your personal strain. I think that's the uh, that's the future, and that's kind of cool. If that's what concentrates give us because, you know, back in the day, it was like an arms race for potency. It was, you know, how strong can we get this week? Now potency is kind of a given. Once you extract, you're guaranteed at least a certain level, so all the other compounds become more
1: important and, and more
0: central, and I think that's the future.
1: Uh, I I don't know. Perhaps the future is actually some sort of wave pattern to uh, that is uh, uh, absorbed by the brain that goes to the right part of the brain and stimulates it as if, uh, as, as if it was being um, fed marijuana.
0: Yeah, that would be awesome. That's probably in the future. I don't know about the next hey, one. Hey,
1: wait a second. Um, I need that dial, Greg. I want to do the Coke one. What? Oh, the, cou- yeah. the cover. Oh, yeah. Like in sleeper, yeah. <laughs>
2: that's
0: funny. Let <laughs> just click it over to the
1: LSD yeah. one for a yeah. minute. Yeah. <laughs> you got to
0: catch the dial between the coke and the LSD one. then that's the sweet spot. <laughs> that's ah.
1: funny. Oh, well, I have multi dial. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that could be the next yeah. thing. Is actually not not actually to do it chemically, but but to do it through uh, brave. Brainwave patterns. Yeah,
0: which I find infinitely fascinating. So, <laughs> but I don't know about the net. I think in between serpents, but that would be rad too.
4: That might that might take out some of the fun parts of it, I think. But
0: <laughs> it might take out some of the unfun Un- parts no, too, no though, you uh, know? Just,
1: Well, just think of this. So everybody has everybody has the net on on right, so that you could all get high. Off the same dial, everybody could get high and get the same sensations.
0: Yeah, you like shared hallucination, right. like on command. Right, on that's, demand is the phrase right. they use,
1: right? Okay, yeah. Netflix so, like shared hallucination. Yeah, so that, that could be really community, uh, like very, you know, communal. Yeah, spiritual. Spiritual, yeah. Right. So. On the other hand, you could be speeding down that uh, raceway. I like the your head's <laughs> at. Well, that's sort of like Burning Man. You know, if you in Burning, I'm not going this year, unfortunately. But at Burning Man, you know, you could be very spiritual and just do spiritual stuff, or you could be partying all night. Yeah, yeah. Show him.
0: Yeah. Show him. I know, right? Yeah. Trying to show you
1: a dab over the phone. Yeah, we're showing you the dab. Do you it's think difficult. this is the right size or not? Just, just take a guess.
4: I, I would say it's probably shy. I would probably put a little more on. it on you. Oh, see, so yeah, I like the way this
1: guy's thinking. Well, so, okay. I think Ed was going the other direction. But
0: no, no, this is fine. This is
4: this fine. Is fine. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm it. gonna, I'm gonna defer to Ed. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Now, of course, more, more is better. Always uh, oh, more, right? More. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Oh, for yourself. Oh, yeah. You should have used more. I mean, yeah. Oh, I thought that was for me. Well, I see how it is here. Okay. So that was so, mean, I'm sorry. How
4: much is the? How much is the? Uh, the uh, retail price on these books, anyway? Is there any kind of deals with two books, or can we get any kind of special codes for our listeners? Yeah. Come on in. Oh, Give
1: you just, here's well, the here, go here, here. here's the here's the problem. Here's the thing about that. Most of the problems. Well, it isn't. A, well, it's, I'm yeah. going to explain. The problem is the wrong word. He's yeah. going to explain it. Yeah. Most of the time, the, the stuff that is used in this house has been gifted. So, it's really impolite to say. How much does that go for? <laughs> you know? yeah. So I don't get into the uh, to the shops as much as I should or shouldn't, but that, so, but I don't So Greg is going to have to give you the number. we
0: will we will link you up with the people in terms of the possibility of setting up a code. I don't know we're, we're, we're uh, we we have a dab rig at our table, not a computer. I don't know I can't set you up right now, but I, I, Darcy can probably set you up. Um,
1: the book, what is it retail for us, he? mm-hmm. He's talking about dabs. Oh, dabs? Yeah, not uh, uh, books. Oh, you? Where are you, I talking, talking book. where are you talking about the book. What are you talking about, the book of dabs?
4: But the book, obviously.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, the, the book. book. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh. Yeah, uh, Greg's on it, much? don't worry. I got Greg's on uh, Greg's on for
4: it.
0: Yeah, you know, I, you oh, know,
1: I, I think it's, it's like thirty dollars. It's gonna be a thirty dollar
0: book. Yeah. We might be able to set you guys up with something. Yeah, it seems possible. I don't know for sure, but that would, that just seems possible. Yeah,
1: like it's. Um, but I'll tell you, you what. I'll tell you what. The thing about that thirty dollars, you'll sit when you when, even if you're doing it yourself. When you think about how much your time is worth, and remember the <coughs> remember this about time. You have so much time on Earth. And you can only sell it. They can't buy time. And it's a nutritional So an so, if, so if you save time, then, you know, it's like, it's valuable. And so this book will help you save so much time and get so much better product. Okay. Whichever book you want, the Harvest book and the Concentrates book, both of those books <laughs> are meant to help people. For sure. Self-help books. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. these are you'll get you will get, get your thirty bucks worth,
4: is what you're trying to say.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, it's hard-earned knowledge that a lot of people were just they were just cool people that like shared it with us. I mean, it's stuff that people just <laughs> have to figure out mm-hmm. the trial there. and error, and we check it against you know science and and, it's, and, and the other the available research, and it's, it's saving. you. Well, when we talk about saving time, I can tell you as as one of the you know the people heavily involved with organizing this stuff and spending that time it's time you want to save. 30 bucks is, is, a, is a bargain yes. to save as much time as it would take to just... And again, if you're the type of person who wants to research this stuff yourself, this book gives you all the tools you need to check, all the resources that we checked and other ones that we just suggest like for additional reading though, um... Well, we get deep into the, the science where the terpenes are involved and cannabinoids and uh, deep without being like a textbook, like, but the, like I said, it's nutritionally dense. You'll read the book, you'll read like one page, you'll breeze right through it, and you'll learn like 10 new things, like without even realizing it. So, because um, that, that was the experience of writing it. And so like reviewing the copy, I was like, wow, it's like, that's the thing about cannabis. So much of it is so simple once you have all the information laid out. And so save yourself some well, read this first, and if you want to go on like a lifelong journey of discovery, do that. You know,
1: mm-hmm. you blessing. Know, a, a lot of books like spiral into the information, and we go directly to it. Yeah. Right? And we're very clear about everything. We, it, it's not, uh, you know, it, it, uh, it's not inexact. We give, uh, when we're giving instructions that clear and uh, you can work from the instructions. We don't do that with everything, because <laughs> some of the, because some of the things are just too complex to get into in uh, in this book. Yeah. Uh, but it gives them in those cases we give a good overview of not exactly how it's uh, what is done, but not exactly how it's done. And those are in some of the more complex. Uh, and you'll processes. know. We, we explain that. Yeah. And But it gives you a good idea of where you're going with those processes. So uh, And then there are a lot of things in it that anybody can do in their house uh, without fear of uh, any kind of...
0: More than half the stuff in the book. Accidents yeah.
1: or... Yeah. yeah. So um, so it's a book for everyone. And
0: uh, That's a good read.
1: Yeah.
4: Is, is there is there an e-version? Like it's, can you get like an electronic version of it?
0: Or? There's an, like, there's actually an e-book that comes with it. I don't know if there's an e-version the, yet. The, 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 the,
1: it, if, if it's not out yet, it will be. Well, for the Harvest book, there's an e-book. Definitely. And and this one, usually the e-book comes out a couple of weeks after the uh, mm-hmm. the uh, hard copy. And it's, it's on the all the on all the platforms so the short answer is yes
0: but wait there's more because yeah. it'll come with a bonus photo book with some stuff as well Oh, wow, bonus book we like that we like the bonuses um, yeah.
4: so you guys going to be at the, uh, the Boston Freedom Rally or anything coming up soon god I
0: haven't been to Boston since I was a kid I don't know I'd love to be there I don't have any specific plans to but that would be fun uh,
1: not this year okay not
4: hawking your wares there I think it was a brand new books out. He has to, to be out there killing it. But yeah, I haven't actually, I have not been to the Freedom Rally. I've been to Boston obviously, but not Freedom Rally. So, uh, huh? I think I'm thinking about it this year. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: so, so the launch, First, the launch, yeah, era, they Chris, had, did a, did you guys, the last time I was at the Boston Freedom Rally it was a different era, but they actually had an arrest bus on, on, you know, on the comments because they knew they were going to arrest people as they started smoking and uh... two years in a row uh... the president of normal the the president of normal was arrested there two years in a row just smoking like behind the stage or something it was a reign of terror at, at one point but the people there were very brave they said well yeah, you, you come and arrest us, you know, Just like, uh, you know, we'll overload you. And um, and it changed people's opinion when, when on TV, they saw people getting arrested just for smoking a joint for it. Yeah, people said, enough of this. Yes, I know. It's, uh, well, but, you know, the East
4: Coast is crazy, because last time I was in Boston, I was like, more people smoked on the street there, just randomly, that not had nothing to do with the show or anything like that. Just kind of in little neighborhoods and anywhere I saw, I was like, "Wow, these guys are taking this seriously!" Like, so I think it's going to quickly adapt to a much more smoker friendly environment pretty fast. Which is
1: All over the country. Well, I don't oh, necessarily sure. smoker friendly. You know, yeah. the difference between smoking or even um, even vape pens. And uh, other methods of ingestion, like uh, uh, either eating it or uh, some some sort of method of ingestion, the difference is that the other methods are not affecting people around you. So if you're smoking a joint, you are affecting people around you. I mean, if you're, like, in a movie theater or if you're in a crowd. But if you eat something, nobody cares. It's like, um, you know, I said to a friend of mine, you know, I get high on the plane all the time. And he says, my friend says, uh, you know. And so we got on the plane, and while we were on the plane, I took out a, uh, a tincture with an eyedropper. And there we were getting high on the plane, and nobody gave a damn. Because we weren't affect, we weren't affecting the other the other passengers. Now, if we were okay. smoking or vaping, we'd be affecting the other passengers. So I think that that I make an exception to that smoking thing. It's that it's a uh, you you have to have respect for the society around you with that.
0: Yeah, and I agree with that 100%. I would just also say that, like, you know, people are uh, with a little ingenuity and a little discretion. uh, uh, Some people find that methods that involve respiration are a little more effective for them. And as long as you're polite, and again, I think, uh, you know, vape pens are not a cure-all. Like, there's ways to be discreet with that that are better than smoking. And as long as you take it as advice to heart and, and, you know, make sure that, again, you know, cannabis is enjoying a moment of, of uh, inclusion into the cultural mainstream. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's times that people can be uh, sort of resentful of some of the ways it's going, but we should embrace it and we should do our best to put cannabis and the cannabis community is best foot forward and, you know, just do your thing, however you need to do it. But just again, like with a mind towards being respectful and making it look good. Cause that's
1: important. I'm not saying you can't smoke a joy walking oh, down I'm the street. It. What I am saying is don't cry pot in a the crowded theater. <laughs> there you go. There you go. For sure. For sure. Um, so
4: uh, other than the book, what else uh, you got up your sleeves? You got any kind of, uh, Crazy projects. Well, besides, I,
1: I know Ed's always got something going on. Well, I, I'm involved in different inventions, some mm-hmm. um, some of which are being patented now, and also I do uh, um, I, I do consulting a little bit, and um, um, so. Those are a couple, couple of things I'm involved in. And, you know, Greg is a great photo editor and a great, excellent writer. And he is very involved in the entire community and is an excellent communicator, well, I among that. other things. Well, thank you. So, uh, that's what we're the all
4: doing. Sound. Sounds like sounds like a great great uh, combination. I know, I know uh, Ed's always trying to get everyone to write books, so everyone gets scared. But it sounds like uh, Greg's got it kind of dialed in. That's that. Now I'll tell you, the book looks amazing. Uh, okay. Photos look are yeah. great. Yeah. So I'm looking sure. forward actually to the harvest book myself because that's that's the, one of those things that very few people focus on the right uh, that part of the process, and that's one of the Achilles' heels I think for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, well I, I I think you'll enjoy that book. So we'll we'll
0: take yeah. it up, yeah. Well remember what you said earlier, man, you know, you, you get addicted to books and to writing books. Like you gotta be careful. That's you know. <coughs> uh-huh. It starts starts out with like one or two books only on the weekends and the next thing you know, like you're writing books every day, you wake up writing a book. Always a book. Careful man. He's been...
1: Very addictive. I, I know. It's, i say, why don't it's you go sure. out of your job? Yeah, right.
4: <laughs> and you'll
0: laugh, right? And you'll be like, Haha, I'm working on the book. There's always a the book.
4: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Huh? So, no, I, I, I've avoided it
4: so far, but, you know, Ed keeps trying. He's like, so when are you coming out with your book, Adam? I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, My, my, got my
1: new book, is, I have a new self-help book. It's And I'll just, it's, it's a book on how to live your life. And uh, I'll just give you one example from the book. If your glass is half full, get a smaller glass. Oh, it's
4: Confucius, Confucius, Confucius. Gotcha. I like it. Uh, I daily, a daily, yeah, daily dose of eggs. So you need little, like one of those little tearaway uh, calendars, whatever.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: <laughs> So, hey I every have day, to go now they're stealing yeah, I can hang with y'all if you yeah, want yeah he can hang out but I have to go time. somebody's here to see me yeah as a busy man it's I'm, I'm yeah. less,
0: slightly less than yeah
1: so yeah. It's perfect that's perfect okay
4: yeah, well thanks for joining us of course it has been awesome and uh, I'll make sure to spread the, the word about your book and yeah. uh, hopefully see you, we'll cross paths soon I'm sure
1: okay sounds great
4: Okay, so Thank I'm Dad.
1: leaving with Greg. He's a fine man. Okay. Okay. Be <laughs> okay. Okay. in a feel safe. Okay. Bye. All right, All right man. So, um, yeah.
4: Yeah. So no, it's great. I mean, I was gonna. I was just about to say to you guys. Uh, you know, we're gonna wind down in the next five, ten minutes, whatever. But, um, yeah, So you're a Cali. So you're a Cali uh, original. California originally also? Same no, day? man, I'm a
0: transplant. I was um I was born in New York at the uh, now no longer existent St. Vincent's in Manhattan. My um, pops was in the Air Force, so I got bounced around Ohio, Texas, briefly, uh, and uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, and then moved here like 10 years ago or so and uh, fell in love with the Bay Area and uh, currently living in the East Bay, uh, just outside of Oakland, uh, on the other side, just outside, San Leandro. So uh, California... Uh, uh, immigrant and great lover of California and all things California. So,
4: of sure. California. So anyway, was it like uh, cannabis before you got there? Or was that kind of the obvious like thing you fell into when you got
3: there?
0: How it's you? kind of funny because yes and no. Like personally, um, by the time you know Albuquerque was a fun place to grow up, uh, but there wasn't like a ton mm-hmm. of weed excellent and the weed that was good mostly came from california so uh definitely the legend of california cannabis loomed large in my mind when i came out here and you know i was interested in getting a medical card and like immediately did um actually ended up meeting my wife at a, a cannabis dispensary and everything so that's worked out pretty well for me and uh but i you know like i, I never i been writing but i never really um incorporated cannabis to start with like uh, when I first moved to the to the city, I was in San Francisco, lived with my sister, was doing music and eventually, you know, switched over to writing and just doing some journalist stuff and did like three or four years of just kind of straight journalism work and like honestly kind of would like turn down cannabis stories because I, I didn't want to get pigeonholed as a cannabis writer. Um, which seems weird in retrospect, but basically, you know, jobs for traditional journalists started to dry up, and it was one of those moments where, mm-hmm. you know, like, as I've characterized it before, you know, like, Hunter S. Thompson said the thing about, like, when the going gets weird, the weird go pro, and I just, like, all my editors always knew that I smoke, and I just started getting all these offers, like, you know, right for this, that, the third, so, you know, I kind of ended up finding a home at Cannabis Now Magazine, which is a national publication based out of Berkeley, California, um, which is a city that I really haven't had a chance to learn a lot about, and it's been fun, like, kicking it out of the offices and getting to know Berkeley and everything. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, to me, it's a natural fit. It's just one I guess I sort of resisted, but, uh, yeah, man, I've loved cannabis for many, many years, longer than I've written about it, and I've been writing my whole life, so it's, um, it's a pleasure to have those things together. It kind of makes sense, and it's obviously a huge thrill for me to be on a project with Ed Rosenthal who, um, you know, I was born in 85, so my, my exposure to Ed was mostly for when he was doing Ask Ed. I think no longer at high times, but at Cannabis Culture. Uh, and, you know, uh-huh. to, sometimes I still just have to, like, kind of, like, fucking slap myself. Uh, I'm, like, sitting next to Ed just, like, smoking joints and taking dabs, and yeah. it's crazy. But, you know, he's a chill, down-to-earth guy. He's, I won't pretend he's easy to work sure. with, but he's to work with, and it was a fun book to make, so... Also oh, sure. Well, you know what you get when
4: you got it. That's for sure. That's the best part about him. If you, know no, him. If you don't know him, you have no idea yeah. what's going on. No, if you don't know, now you know Yeah, 100%. Well, it sounds like you definitely have a good path up there with, uh, and also, like I said, good, good job on the book because it looks great. And it's hard to make cannabis-related books that really stand out these days just because everybody's so, uh, you know, Instagram-orientated. What's, you know, like by the time it's if you actually print a real thing, you really got to be dedicated. So,
0: um, well, you, you know what it is, man. It's that passion, like, and I, you know, like Ed's been doing this for years. So, um, you know, he's been around for years. You know, he's, he's he's an older dude, but he's got that passion, dude. He hasn't lost that. Like. You know, I've only known Ed for so many years, but but from what I've known about Ed and from the way he's been described to me, like, you even saw earlier, like, you know, when when we were talking about, like, cannabis, and he's like, you know, forget that market shit, like, I love that about him, like, personally, like, that's, to me, that's the fire that kind of keeps these projects relevant, and it's like, he's just so, uh, you know, demanding when it comes to, like, getting those facts right and making it, you know, like, a nutrient dense like it's not he's really against like fluff like a lot of I don't think just cannabis it's like a lot of writing in general these days especially with a lot of the stuff online and like listicles and all this shit and you know there's no knock like I'm a writer I've had to like pay the bills you do what you have to do but a lot of that stuff is fluff and it's cool to work on a project where like the heart and soul of the project is all about like we love this plant we love what it can do for people and we want them to get it right which means that we have to get it right and uh, that's cool because a lot of people in this in this business and every business are very go along to get along very like you know like you know like smiling your face and Ed's, you know he's not about that shit and I I love that so that, that I think is why when you say it's hard to make a cannabis project you know these days like a book it's you can do it but you've just got to really care about the shit and he does and so it makes it easy for you to care about it as well when you work on one of his books so
4: yeah No, I think uh, it's a great way to start. So this is your first ever uh, publication, or obviously not, like, like written articles or something, but, like, as far as picture book or table or... This is my first,
0: like, full book author credit, yeah. Like, I've had, like, some stories, you know, published in addition to, like, my, you know, extensive, like, journalism and periodical work. But, yeah, in terms of, like, a book, like, this is, you know, this is the first book, so... Uh, it's a total thrill to be working on it with Ed. Um, you know, I've, I've featured in his previous projects. He had that book, this buzz for you. I've got an essay in there about the first that I, uh, had a chance to try. Um, I guess it must've been like some CO2 wax or something, uh, after having like smoked lots of, you know, cold water hash and all that. And first time that I tried something made, you know, solvent extracted and, um, that's kind of – the. there were a lot of different essays and stuff in that book, and that was the one he had me do for that. I, I feel like I might be in like, another one. But, yeah, this is my first full-length book, book project, and it was a hell of an introduction. You know, it was a big – like, like what you said earlier really nailed it. It's, you really got to hit a moving target. I mean, like, the science and culture and, and you know, like, ah, God, he'd he cringe, but since he's not here, he can't do anything about it. You know, commerce and cannabis, yeah. I mean, the that it's bought and sold and everything, that's uh, – that's all changing radically, and it's constantly changing. And so um, it's important to to do your damnedest to try to hit that mark as squarely as you can. And in those places where you can feel stuff still moving, like, you've got to let people yeah. know. And I think the best thing about our book is it's – you know, neither Ed or I purport to be scientists. Like, we're just, like, very – curious, intellectually voracious dudes who have always loved cannabis and love to write about it explore it and learn more. And because of that, we have access to people who are legit chemists and, and you know, professionals in all those other ways. And we get this access, and it's like this phrase gets used sarcastically a lot, but we have, like, a legit brain trust, like, people that we could really pull on where, like, it's so much yeah. knowledge and, and really just taking the time to distill that down into something that, honestly, I think you could – I don't know. I read kind of fast, but I think you could probably breeze through this book in like you know a couple of days. Like I wouldn't lie and call it like a beach book. Like some of it's obviously necessarily technical, but we kind of box that stuff out. Like you really could kind of breeze through the main copy. I mean, I, I, I do my best to make writing you know the writing that I do enjoyable, and I think. I think, you know, definitely anyone who is remote, I don't expect there to be a lot, but anyone who's remotely familiar with any of my writing or Ed's writing previously and has already enjoyed it, you're going to love this book. I mean, it's good stuff. And, um, Mm -hmm. but I think for what some people might think it's a technical book, it has to be in some ways, but we've really tried to focus on showing people the stuff that's been overly, uh, mystified. It's technical, but it's not that technical. It's all just separating trichomes from the plant. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's... Bottom line, whether you do that through physical agitation, physical agitation plus some kind of temperature element, you know what I mean? And then it's like the rules are all the same. You keep the shit cold, uh, you're going to preserve more of the terpenes, you're going to make those trichrome heads more, more brittle, A uh, cold process benefits uh, CO2 and BHO and everything else in mm-hmm. multiple ways. Like, we don't need to get into the weeds, as it were, but it's just like that's... Mm-hmm. People need to focus on how not actually that technical this stuff is. If there's one, like... Core message I could give you: that's like the heart of this book. It's that you can do this too. I mean, we provide those warnings where they're needed and where they're legally applicable. And you know, we obviously don't want people to hurt themselves or break the law or whatever. You know, but like, you can do it. You can. It's not a. It's not rocket science. Especially a lot of the stuff that I'm just going to say that some people are probably like paying too much for as like a product right now. You can make this stuff yourself. You know what I mean? Just, like, buy some decent cannabis, grow some decent cannabis, get Harvest. It is a great book. Grow yourself some cannabis and, and, and process it, man, and make your own. It's, um, uh, I'm all for the cannabis commerce, but, like, I really do believe in what Ed said. The more people who can access this stuff, the better. Grow it. Make your own. If you want to get the other stuff, too, that's great, but it's not hard, man. There's a reason they call it, you know, weed. Like, with a little bit of, with a little bit of focus and a little bit of understanding, you can make it grow beautifully. You can get a lot of it and you can make all different kinds of stuff that will benefit your life and the life of people in your life. So, so we hope the book will help with that.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's it's, uh, it's exciting times. I mean, it's one of those things where, like I said earlier, we get to live our dreams and see giant rooms. Yeah. And, you know, obviously some of us have, you know, Ed obviously uh, has seen a lot of big, big operations before. But, you know, I think now even, even some of us are, walking into things and going like, holy,
0: holy shit, you know, this is bigger than anything
4: we ever had. Before. Well, I mean, dude, I'll,
0: I'll speak for myself, but I don't feel like uh, the pub, most of the publications I've written out or write-out would exist if Ed hadn't done this thing. Like, he really was not, maybe not like the very first, but he's on a short list of, of, of you know, American United States authors who wrote about cannabis um, in any kind of like meaningful, clinical sort of like, let's try to write a book about what this plant is. How does it grow? How can you cultivate it? What is it good for? How do you process it? Like, he's really one of the just original originators of this stuff. And so, you know, again, like, not to uh, focus on, my personal feelings too much, but it's just, like, mind-blowing sometimes to realize, like, working on a project like this, it's sort of, in a way, coming full circle for me because it's, like, he's one of the first... Voices that I had the opportunity to hear that was like authoritative on the subject of cannabis, and then you know just him doing his thing and being ed sort of spawned this whole industry that now you know I basically pay my bills with I mean that's you know that's cool man I mean it's cool to like be able to write about cannabis as a serious yeah. profession like it went from a thing that I was concerned with would, would like ruin me as a writer to like my claim to fame like you know and I get to do like talking head stuff sometimes and Fun, dude. It's fun to be the weed guy that they call. Like, so, you know, I owe Ed a lot for that, and uh-huh. I think this book really kind of brings it all full circle. It's like, you know, I consider myself part of a new generation of cannabis writers, and Ed is definitely one mm-hmm. of the, like, OGs, and I think this book brings all of that together, so.
4: Yeah, hopefully, and like you said, it's already got another book coming up right on like, right before it, or I guess before it, right? The other book came out before it?
0: Yeah, a couple of weeks. So. Well, there was, so Harvest is out, and then there was a beyond buds and this beyond buds next generation is the new one, but you'll be able to tell from the cover. I saw you guys use it for the link for the show. It's gorgeous. You know, I appreciate that. It's gorgeous, man. Um, and, uh, you know it's it's again it's 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 weird because of I'm lucky man right here in the bay area I'm really right it's like living you know like in wine country like you kind of take for granted and and then you're sitting on all this just like wealth of all these people who are kicking ass in this field and you go a couple states away or a country away or something and this stuff costs like 50 bucks a bottle and you're like dude you're getting this for like you know 799 like it's just like a part of our daily life and you don't realize like yeah. how much you being so close to everything makes it less, so, so we had to remember the whole project, like, you know, there's so many people who don't even know, that they've never heard the word shatter or VHO, like, they may have even dabbed it before and just, like, not even know those terms, like, everything's just like Earl where they live or whatever, like, who knows, so, if nothing else, I really hope this book will put people on a more informed, uh, I, like I said before, I really mean it, I wish this book had existed, but I I was one of those nerdy kids who looked up as much info as I could, and I wish there had been a book like this, that would have saved me a lot of heartache,
1: so.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah sure and, and it's always nice when you do books compared to like you know articles because articles are cool but they get lost in the shuffle and then you never but books are always like you know <clears throat> a little more lasting lasting power behind them and what I always find funny though is whenever I get a really nice book like that I start to want to zoom in on the photos so like I'll sit there on the book and start like
0: using my fingers like
4: what <laughs> why is it not
0: working I get it I do it all the time Dude, this book, this, honestly, if you're one of those people who, like, really, like, loves books and, like, loves the, like, feel of, like, like I know that's not everybody, but, like, this is a really well-designed book. I mean, in terms of the, I mean, from the, the, the um, uh, test copies I've seen and everything, uh, it's, it's, like, a larger size, um, it, it, it gives a little more space for the pictures, like, we have some, like, full-page and double-page full-bleed pictures, uh, you know, uh, again, it's it's just... It's it's a you know books are sort of like underappreciated I think right now and uh, we definitely you know especially with me coming from the publishing industry and Ed has been in the publishing industry with cannabis we were, we were sensitive to that and so we really like brought our a game and and you know we we think we've brought a book to everyone that again like we we know how much thirty dollars is like it's it's you know it's a substantial amount of money but this book is worth every penny like you'll see it when you get your hands on it it's. Uh, it's a beautiful book, it's a fun read, and it's, it's really, like, more information than you probably need about cannabis, but it's just, like, fun to have, and, and you can do that, you could breeze through it, and then, like, you're like, what was that one thing, and we have little tables that are, like, broken out, and um, it's, it's just, like, a really, like, dense but accessible informational resource, and uh, it's, like, it's fun. For my first book project, I, I, I couldn't be more thrilled for this to be that, so...
4: Like I said, looking forward to checking it out for real, and uh, also across the path somewhere down the road.
0: Yeah, man, that great. I hope get out to there. California. You guys are in Colorado, right?
4: Yeah, we're uh, based out of Denver,
0: so right now. So, so what is the next? So, what is the next? You asked me before about the next big thing. What is the next big thing you see in Colorado cannabis?
4: You know, Colorado's like the first guys out of the gate, and then of course they're the first ones to feel the pain and. Now they're also the ones that are, uh, you know, kind of getting bought, you know, doing the old burst of the bubble and buyouts and everybody's kind of uh, getting consolidated pretty fast. Uh, I think there what's happened is it shifts it shifted towards hemp because Colorado is like the, at this point in time, the probably the most hemp-friendly as far as, like, first guys really to take it seriously and get on point. So, so they've realized that to go on a less regulated hemp program is a lot
0: wiser and maybe more profit-focused. Cool. So, so man, so the yeah. part of so the Beyond Buds Next Generation that we have about tinctures uh, and specifically yeah. I think so the transdermal and topical chapter is going to be incredibly yeah. relevant guys are hella relevant, as we would say out here. Uh, You guys should, um, (laughs) like, because that makes sense, you know, like you said. And that's, like, you know, again, uh, it may may make some of us, you know, we're not, like, happy about it. But, like, the the markets and stuff are going to dictate the way certain people move. And so, and hemp has (laughs) value. If you grow hemp correctly, um, it can be a good source for CBD. And, you know, it would be nice to see people having access to American-made CBD hemp products uh, versus uh, it's, it's really not like a knock on born hemp it's more just about like scale it's like a lot of these other mm-hmm. lot, I think a lot of people don't realize when they buy hemp based CBD products that they're getting something that's made from you know like I always joke around it's like 600 acres in every bottle you know what I mean it's, uh, which, is, yeah. which the problem is it's like when you have that many different farms and plants and it's just it's really hard to keep track of that quality and I personally just feel like I mean I think cannabis based is great but hemp, you know, hemp grown properly you know, is uh, is, a, is a great source for that. And so um, this book definitely would be incredibly applicable for somebody who was sitting on a hemp harvest and was trying to bring that to it. Because obviously, like, you know, with hemp, you have to process it somehow. And so I think, you know, the way we've organized it, it's going to be like the last, like, three or four chapters of this book will have really, like, broad broad utility for people interested in moving forward in hemp. Also, I would be remiss if I didn't say Cannabis Now also has a magazine called Hemp Magazine, which y'all should definitely check out. Um, hemp, hemp is an excellent resource for information on hemp as well.
1: So.
4: No way. I can't imagine that they'd have good resources in Hemp for Hemp, but I guess that's <laughs> the way it is these days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, cool. Um, well, thanks for... Uh, calling in with Ed,
0: Greg, uh, Greg Zeman, right? Greg Zeman, yeah. Thank you guys so much for taking the time. Uh, I really appreciate it.
4: Oh, yeah. It was awesome talking to you. And like I said, we're going to cross paths. So I'll be in Cali, I'm sure, at some point, And I guarantee you should come out to Denver. Uh, check out what's happening locally there. You know, it's just... It's
0: just... Dean, if you're That's ever north sure. of San Jose, hit me up.
4: All right, my friends. Thank you.
0: Take care. Take care.
4: So what up? We're back on track. So you're just dabbing away. You're doing all the dabs for
3: me, right? You're, just, you're my fill-in dab guy. Absolutely. Pretty impressed. Good job. Hard job, right? It is a hard job. I'm like super stoned. Like well, I, because yeah, you're like look over at me, and I'm just killing. I'm kicking your ass every time.
4: So
3: oh, I know, right? It's yeah, he's, it's good motivation. He's, he's,
4: We still
3: got that cloud going. I That was
4: cool. Nice
3: talking to Ed. Yeah. Oh, nothing. Nothing. I was just saying that you don't have, uh, they're saying that you don't have human lungs in the chat gang. And I was like, he has gills that he has to blow hash over to keep him going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's pretty dumb. Anyways.
4: (laughs) Pretty dumb. (laughs) Sounds some nerdy shit right there.
3: Some nerd shit. Yeah, whatever.
4: Uh, some chat gang some chat gang there shit right there. Mm-hmm. So um I'm gonna go I'm gonna go check out this boat party and this the biggest yacht on the uh inlet in a minute. Um I do wanna thank everybody for listening to our two hours to see this today. It is, it's two. And uh you know, I can't hear anything that I'm saying except if I turn off the take off the headphones that I'm wearing and I can't yeah, opposite it gets all weird. So but it's better than uh, zero while I'm doing This is a little bit cooler. Yeah. Should have thought of this a long time ago. I don't know what we were thinking. Uh-huh. Uh, I do want to thank all the sponsors and I want to thank, uh, again, everybody coming to the show today. And if you're here in uh, Miami for the next two days, there's going to be a show here at the Hyatt Regency. So, yeah, if you feel like coming through. And you are a chat gang member. Just give me the heads up. I'll, I'll escort you in. So, how's that for a deal? Hell yeah. Deal. And uh, next week, you're going to be out. Yup. I'm going to record something here, but I also have uh, some uh, vets coming in from Mario. Uh, Cannabis that guy said so it'd be in town, so I may have a a live show going on anyway next week. So we'll see.
3: Nice, cool.
4: I'll get I'll get uh, Josh to help us out.
3: Cool, man. And
4: uh, so you're going off so This next week is going to be uh, Labor Day, so I'm sure everybody in the chat gang will be doing something spontaneous. And uh, what are you doing, my friend?
3: I'll be in Arizona. I like it Arizona? hot. Okay. I like it hot. Hot. End of yeah, August Arizona. in Arizona. Yeah.
4: Well, I'm here in Florida. It's definitely hot here, too, so. Get used to
3: it. Yeah, man. I'm into it, though. Like, yeah, I'm just used to it. I don't even like it when it's cold anymore here.
4: <laughs> Thanks. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Right. Yeah. Um, so okay, so next, so keep an eye out, chat gang, for next week. We're going to have maybe a couple shows. Who knows?
3: Nice. Who the hell
4: knows. You never, never know the yeah, Adam Dunn show. Um, big shout out to my beautiful wife, Cece, and little Nick, who's on his first week at school in first grade. It's pretty crazy.
3: Yeah, man, it's,
4: it's crazy like, stuff. Uh huh. It's like uh, he's he's loving it though. Well, he's hating it and he's loving it. Like. <laughs> I tell him he's loving it of course but oh, yeah. he's already like I. he's already like I hate school <laughs> he tells now first, no. first, <laughs> first grade second day first grade second day school
3: you can't hate it already
4: I know, I know. but uh, yeah fun times uh, see you guys out there in the world uh, can world also uh, can X thanks for we need some product. We'll have them on the probably going to tape those guys. They're in Jamaica, and uh, doing, they a half. They have a half a million plant count at their farm.
3: Oh, really? Holy it's shit!
4: They can only do about fifty thousand at a time right now, so it just has ten times the amount ready to ready to roll. So, oh, wow. We'll talk to the to the half a million plant count. Down. Well, what's going to in Jamaica <laughs> probably in the next couple days? Nice. Cool, cool. So, alright guys, um, see you guys next week, and uh, keep on keeping on. Thanks, Mark, for making it happen.
3: Yeah, no problem, man. You guys and stay on the line after trying to keep up or,
4: after you hang up, or or
3: after I play the song here. Oh, sure. No, I don't know. I didn't know okay. if you wanted to, like, chat about anything. Okay, cool. Whatever. It doesn't matter.
4: Let's
3: do it. Let's go. All right. Break cool. It down. Break her down. All right. Well, let's see right you guys,
4: in the... See you yeah. guys next
1: week. All right. All right there it goes week, the, tune, the, the tune, right.
0: being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children
1: to take a trip to cop out to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record
2: albums have their own hidden we don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to
1: smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it
2: marijuana, some call it sensomelia, some call it lamb's bread, and some people call it. Ganja.